Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Of course, uh, where Vossi is, Andrew Voss is on the other side as we uh, join with our mate from Australia to talk about NRL happenings for the weekend. Uh, Vossi, we're absolutely rampant here. We're thinking about having a national <laughs> holiday today because uh, the Warriors got a win, mate. Yeah, get in the queue. Uh, get your grand final tickets. Roll up, roll up. Wow, talk about ugly wins. Um, I'll just search Wikipedia <laughs> right now for definition of ugly win. It may well be Warriors v Tigers. I mean, seriously, I, I said the week before the Tigers would not have beaten anyone anywhere in their loss against Newcastle. Could they get worse? I think they did against the Warriors. The last 10 minutes would be some of the dumbest football I've seen from an NRL side. And I, I say that... Without apology, I'm hoping for their sake it is the bottom of the barrel. But, you know, the classic example of a side with no confidence at all. Like, need a break to go their way, can't catch one, but self-inflicted wounds as well. And for the Warriors, well, you take it, don't you? Because come August, September, that two points the Warriors picked up is worth the same as what Parramatta got for, you know, beating Melbourne in Golden Point. Makes no difference how you get them. You, you bank it, you put it in the bank, you learn from it, you go from there. So there'd be more of a spring in the step at Warriors training today than there would be at the Tigers. Well, they have um, the, the worrying thing, though. There were some players out, to be fair, so that's always going to test the depth. You don't want that early in the season. But uh, to, to be honest, um, is there a light? Is, is there a light or are we just going to have a clutching at source? Straws-type season for you, mate? Well, well, I, well, I've seen enough, but I haven't seen, you know, 40 good minutes yet, and that's where we need to start from, and then we'll work, we'll work on getting to the 80. So yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely, um, we'll put it this way, there's more potential in the Warriors side than there is in the Tigers, um, you know, based around good forward pack, um, you know, decent selection of halves, although it's been very chop changed because of circumstances so far. And there's enough points potentially in the back line. And I thought Reese Walsh was a, a shining light in the game on Friday night and that try-saving tackle before halftime, very good as well. So, you know, there, there, there's, there's promise there, but I don't, I hope we're not having this same conversation in five, six weeks' time. You know, you can't, you can't go two and six or something like that and then start, you know, get yourself in mathematical contention again because Warriors fans are sick of hearing that. They want to be thereabouts for the entire season. So one win has to become two um, next week. Right, let's get on to uh, the, the positives. Not that I'm saying a Warriors win isn't positive. What I'm saying is uh, in terms of the quality of the rugby league and Panthers, the Panthers are playing plenty of that quality mm. stuff. Cleary's men um, are looking pretty good, uh, even at this early stage, yeah? 
Oh, yeah. Look, well, they've played the first three rounds without the star man, without the number one man, Nathan Cleary, and they're the only unbeaten team. And it's not like they had an easy draw, is it? You know, that, even into round three, pre-season, you thought, well, OK, Newcastle game, that's, we should get that, but... Newcastle went into the game with um, two from two. Now, there were circumstances there. The send-off of Mitch Barnett, obviously, a, a, you know, an enormous turning point in the game, and Newcastle remained competitive even with 12. But Penrith, you know, the reflection of the strong culture is there, and we saw it right from round one. Players out, but it's not about who's out, it's about who's in. And when you make that you know, transition, then straight away you eliminate any thought in the back of your head that I have an excuse because we've got five out today. Penrith don't think like that anymore. They think like winners. And, you know, they throw Taylor May in the, on the wing for Brian Tyre. What does Taylor May do? He gets three tries. Isaac Tago has stepped up. Centre was a position that Penrith looked a little thin on this year with the, so many players going. And you know, Kurt Capel had been a fill-in and Paul Momorowski went from the grand final side. Brent Naden's moved on. Isaac Tago steps up, bang, looks every bit of first grader. So they've created a really strong culture, Penrith, that if you're wearing a jersey in first grade, you, you are there on merit and, and you have a job to do and there's no excuses. So Penrith three from three couldn't be more impressed. Rabbitohs 28, Roosters 16. Poor start for the Roosters. Yes, it is. I am scratching my head about the Roosters. Um, yeah, I called them the first game. Uh, against Newcastle and came away that day thinking, is it, one, is, it, is it just a one-off performance or are they suddenly got old, old overnight, some of their players? You know, that, that's what you're left with. Then they bounce back round two against Manly, but Manly were pretty poor. And now you get to round three, and I thought the Roosters were worse in round three than they were in round, round one. So, yeah, there's definitely something to be addressed there. And for South Sydney, who hadn't put in any more than, say, 30 minutes of football this season, really... It just reminded us how dangerous they could be. If Mitchell at fullback, if Cody Walker at 5'8", and Damian Cook at hooker play well, their attack is potentially one of the best in the competition around those three players. So, you know, there's your fullback, 5'8", hooker, and the young halfback then went along for the ride. Lachlan Ilias had his best game in first grade as a result with all that sort of star potential hitting their peak. So South Sydney, nice reminder from them. Could have been 0-3 and three had they lost on the weekend and said they're, they're one and two and, and looked like the side that played, you know, grand final last year. Let's look at um, some Kiwi interest uh, outside of the Warriors, Warriors and Jeremiah Nanai, uh, a hat-trick for the Cowboys, 38-12 uh, over the Broncos. Gosh, it looks a, a bit gloomy up there in Bronco land, doesn't it? Well, the, the alarm bell ringing on the, the points conceded. We thought the first two rounds... You know, big improvement. Just a couple of tries conceded, but then to go back to getting over 30 put on you and at home and in front of 40,000, not a good day. But I would rather, you're right, Smithy, I would rather talk up the positives of the Cowboys and, and some individuals. Mm. And Nanai is right up there. Seventh game of first grade. What I have observed with him is just good things happen around him. Things happen around him. And even with the most basic carry, he gets the ball. He's a beautiful mover. He can step off his right just as he receives the ball. He's a really hard target to defend against. You can see that. He's got a bit of an aura about it. I think he's a bit of swag about it. He looks like he, he feels like he belongs there, even though he's only 19. And then the catching of the bombs and that, that's just an extra string to his bow. Now, after the game, the good news was we put it on him. Um, you know, you, got, you could play for multiple countries here. But he said, no, I definitely want to honour where I come from and my parents are both uh, Samoan background. So does that mean Samoa get the bite ahead of uh, New Zealand? Um, 
we, we, we will wait and see. He didn't sort of rule out, he sort of got a bit of a desire also to represent Queensland, but certainly put international football first. Are, are we getting ahead of ourselves? No, I don't think we are. I think this kid is the absolute real deal. He's going to be on the scene for more than the next 10 years. That's how good I think he is. Oh, great. That's great raps coming from you, mate. I appreciate that. I'm evil too. So uh, let's, uh, let's look. I, I, I'm, I'll confess, I'm on Facebook and somehow mm. I get the vision of the dressing room of the Canberra Raiders. So someone puts it through there and I watch it and generally it's on when it's good news and they start doing the singing and the dancing as they do as part of their winning routine. I'm not yep. sure it would have looked that good at halftime, though, Ooh, to be fair. No, well, the, the, the Canberra players said that Ricky Stewart um, was, was fairly calm. Um, now, a, a wise old coach once told me that the key to coaching is you don't say what you want to say. You've got to tell the players what they need to hear. In other words, you don't vent your spleen like, that was horrible, that was awful. No, you've got to go in there with the attitude almost dismissive of that, this is how we're going to get, out of, get ourselves out of it. And quite obviously that's the tact that Ricky took here because he could have torn, strip, uh, you know, torn strips off his side at halftime. Um, that one try, the first points they got just before halftime proved a pivotal moment. But second half, there was energy. They were pushing up, you know, they... They didn't try to win it in the first five minutes, but they just accumulated effort on effort on effort, good sets. And if it was going to take to the 80th minute to win the game, well, so be it. And it was in the last, you know, the dying minutes of play that Charles Nickel-Klukstar scores that try and then uh, the young halfback Schneider steps up to kick the conversion. It wasn't a gimme. So there's a bit of pressure on there. And that is, yeah, that could be a season-defining win. You look at Canberra Smithy, they could have been zero and three. I mean, they got up at the death mm. against Cronulla. They were well beaten by the Cowboys round two and then could have lost that down 22-0. Yeah, it could be a zero and three start of the season. Instead, they're two and one. I mean, that's character building. and puts them in a good, good position um, to launch into, you know, round four and beyond. Narrow win for Manly uh, over the Bulldogs. Ugly. <laughs> Another ugly win. Well, <laughs> weather turned as well. But look, again, another side that was staring down the barrel of zero and three. So you just take it. And at the end of the season, who's counting how they won those two points? It's worth the same as... Manly will play better in defeat, probably in matches this year, than they did last night. Canterbury, I still have question marks, Smithy. I've got to say, on their attack, obviously they're working on it. But I think they're, you know, they're, they're well off where, where they would want to be in terms of threatening other sides. They, you know, they don't look like a side that's going to blow a team off the park. You've got Matt Burton's kicking boot, which is just the best in the comp when he puts it up in the air. You know, Addo Carr is without a try through, you know, the first three rounds. That's sort of a reflection of that. There's not sweeping movements, you know, confident sets, but, you know, they're working on it. They're definitely more competitive than they were last year. There's been improvement in the Bulldogs. There's no doubt about that, but they're going to just have to be a little patient. Okay, I'm going to use another word beginning with you, and it's not ugly. I'm going to use the word unusual. Um, and perhaps other adjectives as well to describe the finish to the Eels and the Storm. Yeah. Talk us through this, please. Yeah, it's a, a quite incredible that um, the, the, the player Ray Stone, you know, he's workmanlike, the club loves him, he's the hardest trainer, does all the extras, but he doesn't get the headlines. So the other night, uh, it wasn't put out by a paper, but someone I did see on social media put out the headline, Melbourne stormed. Uh, a Melbourne storm stoned on a Saturday night, and you think, "Oh, there's a clickbait headline." What he was players stoned? <laughs> no, it was about Ray Stone. Now, Ray Stone scoring two tries. I'll give you a million to one. <laughs> I'll give you odds of a yeah. million to one going into the game. Um, he's had to just cover positions the other night with you know problems in the centres, 
And the last play in Golden Point, you go back and watch it, and it, it's just natural reaction. When a field goal attempt is taken, time freezes. Everyone stops. There's one player pushing up. It's Ray Stone, you know, just in case something happens. And it did. That just in case was the ball off the post. And Ray Stone's the only bloke there to take it. Now, that's great play. You know, that, that, that's a reflection of how hard he must train. He's just into everything. And he gets the two drives. Tragically, though, that could be his last game he's played for the club. They do fear that in stepping to score that try over the line, he has done serious damage to his knee. What a, what a bitter, sweet moment then to score the first try double of your career. It's a match winner in golden point. It's incredible circumstances. And you do your knee because he's already signed with the Dolphins for next year. But I just about give him my player of the round race, Stone, for what, for what he did, what he produced. It was quite incredible. It is, but I mean, if you're a defensive coach, do you not school your players up to look at the uprights just in case there's a rebound? Yeah, well, possibly, but I think of moments through time, even going back to the famous 97 grand final, Matty Johns hits the, hits the upright with a field goal attempt that would have rewritten history. There'd be no Andrew Johns going the short side to Darren Albert moment. Matthew Johns hit the post, and Bill Peden's the player, who's very much a Ray Stone-type player, sprinted through, almost got it for the Knights all the way back in 97. I just think of field goal moments most times you turn around and watch, even if you're defence. I'm not going to burn defensive sides for having that natural reaction. I'd rather go the other way and praise the bloke who kept on going, Ray Stone. And Ray Price, wasn't it, all those years ago, would turn around and have the praying mantis stance, waiting for the ball to come off the post. Not once did mm. it come off the post for Pricey, but it did for Ray Stone the other night, and he won the lottery. Mm. Okay, what have we got? Um, what, are you, what are you calling this week, and what are you looking forward to? Oh, well, look, to be honest... <laughs> Thursday night becomes intriguing, and, you know, it's probably game number eight as far as interest is concerned uh, from from a competition table perspective. It's the Titans v Tigers to get off the round, but I don't know whether there's a team feeling more heat in the history of the game after three rounds than the Tigers right at the moment. I mean, they're getting bad press after bad press. Now they've got an injury toll as well. Jeez, what have they got to show on Thursday night? What if they got touched up? I mean, they've remained the news. They've just got to find a win. So I'm looking for reaction. But Friday night, we do have the grand final rematch in round number four. Penrith v South. Great to have South City finding form last week in getting ready for this match. And Ivan Cleary confirmed Nathan Cleary will be back. So, you know, Friday night is is huge on the competition table and grand final rematch, heavyweight showdown. But I'm, I'm just intrigued with how the round kicks off on Thursday night. I want to see what the Tigers have got. And, and maybe it's a bit of sort of car crash analogy. You know, you, you, you watch it, you drive past and you look at it. But I hope the Tigers, for their sake, come out of it somehow. Bossy, outside of the league side of things, of course, you cover all forms of sport on your show with Brandy in the morning. So uh, the women's cricket team march on. Um, they have been outstanding. I've never seen a, a more complete World Cup squad. Uh, they're odds on. I mean, OK, we're down to on the day now as opposed to trying to qualify for things, but they do look a shot's eye. Yeah, and, and probably they look back at the match against Bangladesh and say, well, we probably needed that. You know, they just tested out a little more rather than, a, than an easy march to victory. So that sort of you'd have to think, would sharpen them up now for the semi-finals. Just a little, you know, check there. Um, and now take on the West Indies, obviously massive favourites. Um, yeah, it's got so many individuals that, that that can win a match for them. So, you know, from you know Meg Lenning and Ash Gardner and others, I mean, there's just individuals who can win for them. So, yeah, enjoy it. Um, I hope they make the final. They certainly deserve, at the very least, to make the final, don't they? It'd be a massive shock if they didn't make the final. Yeah. And, Good luck to, to England or South Africa in, in taking them on.
Yeah, I totally agree with that. And meanwhile, in, in Pakistan, uh, this is a good result because uh, you've, uh, you've got a, a, what a, an interim coach, I suppose we call him an Andrew McDonald. Now, if you're going to go to Pakistan yeah. and beat Pakistan in Pakistan, if you ever need to do something... Uh, to, to get a job full-time. He's taken a big step, this fellow. We don't know too much about him. Well, thank heavens we got a result because uh, I think, Smithy, were you aware? So in three-match test series in the last century, there had only been four series where a three-match series ended up draw, draw, draw. So we look at a pretty rare mm. event, and, and for a long part of the last day, that was appearing likely. But um, Australia got the job done, whether the coach has had an influence on it or he, just his presence. Tactically, they've worked something out. Nathan Lyon took five wickets. Pat Cummins, seriously, was outstanding right through the series. Did he have an actual bad over in the series? Like, he, no. it'll be a modest wicket return, and he did get a five from the first innings. But, you know, he, he bowled just, uh, just toiled so manfully through that series and as captain. Um, he, he'll, um, you know, that's, a, that's a, huge, um, a huge notch in the belt as a rookie captain. For, for trying things, and he did that. And the declaration, you know, some said, well, geez, given them a sporting chance to win. You know, he didn't put the match out of reach of Pakistan. So well done, Pat Cummins. Australia get a series win, and so they should celebrate. Um, you know, we, we hadn't been to Pakistan since 1998. It's a long time. And to come away with a series win, be it 1-0, was uh, fantastic. And the last week, see two stumps knocked out of the ground, Smithy. I love that. That was great. That was skittling <laughs> yeah, the number 11. Beautiful. Uh, actually, yeah, I mean, the side is so good. The, the thing that gets me, I mean, Josh Hayeswood not even required for most yeah. of the season. Um, True. And he's, you know, and he's ready and, and willing. So, uh, and, and I, I go back to, um, give me the name of the guy that uh, knocked over the palms. I've, I've almost forgotten him already. The, your famous Victorian that came in and, and on five minutes' notice uh, knocked over England in the ashes and it yeah. hasn't been hardly sighted since. I mean, the death yeah. is just... We're Scotty jealous, Boland. man. We're jealous. Scotty Boland, yeah. yeah oh, Scotty it's Boland. okay, Smithy. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let you win something. Um, something along the way, we'll let okay. you win. I can't think of something right offhand. Good on you. you'll, you'll win something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, you best ever Winter we'll, Olympics, didn't we'll, you? You're still, like, what, did you be still basking in the glory of the Winter Olympics? We are. Absolutely yeah. right. We've got, uh, we've got you guys absolutely stuffed when it comes to melon grabbing and back stomping. So look out. We've got nice. you there. Um, we'll, ca- we'll catch you next week. Work on that, and we'll catch you next Monday, mate. Thank you very much for your time. You're good, man. Uh, celebrate too. Like Warriors, winning's better than losing. That's my last uh, word or yep. last bit of wisdom for the day. Winning sure beats losing. Enjoy it. I'm um, 30, 35 minutes away to go out for lunch to celebrate. There you go. Good on you, man. Yeah, good luck to you. <laughs> Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.